Glory to God. Jesus is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. To Him be all the praise and glory. Humans were born to fellowship with God, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. His glory is beyond words and beyond description. Lord, we give You this time. We welcome You. And I believe with those listening that You'll reveal Your glory directly to them. And I believe with them for their needs today in the wonderful, powerful, awesome name of Jesus. I want to continue about heaven and hell. This is an evangelistic message emphasizing that the subject of heaven and hell. And I, I want to... I have some new things to share that I've never shared in the history of this podcast. First, I want to just share something I heard recently that a, a great man of God said. He, he said that God the Father has a body. God the Son has a body. The Holy Spirit's body is believers on the earth. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. That is a sacred truth and revelation, and it's a mystery of the kingdom, but it's also a reality. Um, We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You have royalty beyond royalty. You have God Almighty living within you and all around you. Amen. Those who know Jesus as Lord and Savior will spend eternity in God's home, heaven. It's a planet. Now, the Bible, as far as I know, does not come out and say that heaven's a planet. But people who have been there explain that it is. And from my understanding, in case... Now, I have mentioned this before, but in case someone only listens to this one message, from my understanding, God's home, the third heaven, encircles this outer space, which is the second heaven. And when people arrive in heaven, they land on the ground. I mean, it's, it's... We can understand a planet completely right because we're on the earth we we we're on the ground there's something underneath us there's the sky above us and by the way the sky is blue because there's water in the sky and the oceans are blue so there's water above us there's water on the earth all of that water flows from God's throne from the river of God, the glorious river of God. It's this, uh, and Ezekiel 47 speaks about that river. And Jesus in John chapter 7 said, Out of, he said, uh, he's revealing the anointing. He didn't call it the anointing, but he said, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his innermost being, shall flow rivers, rivers of living water. And Ezekiel 47 
he, uh, this actually I give credit to this same great man of God. He's he he's teaches about this um, in Ezekiel 47. He, he he feels that Jesus was that's one of the scriptures that he was referring to is in um, the in Ezekiel 47. It's it's about much of that chapter is about waters flowing from the temple. Um, and it's a glorious truth in Revelation. Okay. Heaven is so big, we don't know how big it is. And it can easily handle the 30 to 40 billion saints or more which are in heaven now and there's more going every day. Amen. Again, 30 to 40 billion saints in heaven. That's just an approximate number that our ministry estimates that are in heaven. And there's innumerable, glorious, holy, awesome angels. Likely billions upon billions. And they are busy at work doing God's work. I mean, literally going to the earth and fighting our battles and going to the earth to get people who leave the earth, they don't die because if they know Jesus is Lord and Savior, or if they're a child, five years old or under, angels go and get them and carry them, take them to heaven. Amen. Angels also are busy. Uh, Jesus said that every child has angels who always see the face of His Father. I mean, that's just glorious. It's like they are attentive it's almost like, I don't want to add anything to that, but I mean, we can conclude from that that they, what well, we do know from Scripture that, that angels are ministering spirits. They serve people on the earth and likely in heaven too. But they are attentive, almost waiting for the Father God's orders of what to do for these children. I mean, it's just incredible. They are... Um, let me just repeat Jesus' words again. Don't offend one of these little ones because their angels always... This is a paraphrase. This is I'm not reading this directly, but their angels always see the face of my Father in heaven. So in heaven, there's much activity, both the saints and the angels. The angels are busy at work. And every angel is so glorious. They are made from God's glory. And they, they, the, the glory of God, the glory of the Lord flows, emanates from them. And they... People in modern times have had angels encounters with angels and just describe how they're just so glorious and they're powerful and 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 they're just uh, they have names they can speak they can speak earthly languages they can speak I believe that they have a heavenly language they can just appear uh, it's just incredible okay. Heaven, a glorious celebration. Um, 
let's let the Holy Spirit change, really give us revelation about what heaven is like. I just want to briefly say um, it's a celebration of the great God Jehovah and Jesus Christ in many, many ways. I mean, saints are serving God and worshiping Him, learning from Him, helping other people. Um, the only true God is an eternal revelation. And we know exactly what He's like because we can just look at Jesus Christ and He is God. He is... Um, he's the revelation of God. He's the express image of His person. And at the very heart of it, Jesus is God. And so we know that Jesus does many, many things. Today, He's doing many, many things. He loves. He saves. He heals. And much, much more. Um, well, really infinitely more. But He also serves. He helps. Our great God Almighty, that's what our God is like. He's you could almost safely say he's in the business of serving and helping. I mean, literally, the Holy Spirit's name is the Helper. <laughs> if anyone wonders, well, how do we know? And then let's look. How do we know Jesus serves? Well, he came to the left heaven, came to the earth as a man, died for the world. For three years of ministry, he just served and served and served and served and and healed and delivered and and just um, so much more. And he, and of course, he said, "The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many." So in heaven, that's part. Of, I think I really think that's a a a main aspect of of saints experience in heaven is that they are learning you know we we Jesus said come unto me um all ye that labor he said take my yoke upon you and learn from me okay so but but also people who have been to heaven say that it is on a very light happy and relaxed Basis. It's it's not yeah, this particular person, Roland Buck, who had an experience in heaven, said there was a total absence of the piety that we often associate with Christianity. It's very um, so. It's 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 a celebration. It's fun. I mean, it's exciting. It's thrilling. It's there's no boring moments. There, it, it's. Uh, I, I say this, I have not been to heaven, but our ministry's done a book, Heaven 33 Stories from a Real Place. It's available on our website, wonderreality.org, for free. Now, let me say this. Here's the new information. Those who... Well, let me first say, the tragedy is anyone who doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, when they die, they'll end up in hell and they will spend eternity 
in hell which it, at, at the end times is thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone. So they'll spend eternity in the lake of fire and brimstone. It's a tragedy. And Jesus spoke about hell numerous, numerous times. And we know from the Bible that hell is beneath us. So in modern times, Jesus has revealed in um, primarily uh, in the book A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter, he reveals that hell is in the center of the earth shaped like a body lying on its back with legs and arms stretched out. Okay? So that confirms the Scripture that hell is beneath us. Because it's... Okay... Hell, currently, our ministry estimates that tragically there's somewhere in the vicinity of 50 to 60 billion lost souls in hell. And approximately 100,000 more tragically go there every day. Someone can doubt all of this, and, and those are not exact figures, but it's a reality. And... I'm about to share this this new information. It's nothing, you know, just earth-shaking, but I want to at least uh, express it. Um, someone may wonder, how can there be a place in the center of the earth that that has that many lost souls? You know, 50 to 60 billion lost souls is a lot. And and a hundred thousand more every day. We know from Scripture that hell is enlarging itself, and Jesus re spoke about that also in in the divine revelation of hell. So, in the in that book, uh, which again it's written by Mary Baxter, it's available online. Um, Jesus gives the exact measurements of what he calls the center of hell. And he says it's he said it's 17 miles high and 3 miles in diameter. And that's also it's the it's the belly or the stomach of hell. So hell has a head and a body and a heart and arms and legs. So picture a human body and it so that center of hell 17 miles high. He did not give the other measurements of how big hell is in terms of miles, but we can safely conclude that that if you look at a human body, okay, we can generally estimate that that body in the center of the earth, hell, um, is somewhere in the vicinity of maybe 80 to 100 miles high, and then maybe, you know, 10 to 20 miles wide. Of course, there's arms and legs. I'm just speaking about the body there. Let's just go ahead and estimate that it's 150, or let's say it's 200 miles um, t uh, from head to foot to feet. Well, today in modern times, because of modern technology and scientists and so forth, we know that the Earth is 7,900 miles in diameter. Um, in kilometers, 
That's approximately 12,700 kilometers. And, and, if, and 200 miles is about 320 kilometers. So I, I feel that I've overestimated the, the height of hell, but if it's 200 miles, well, there's, that's just a very small area in the center of the earth because the earth is, is again, it's almost 8,000 miles in diameter. So hell could expand itself and continue to expand and continue to expand. It could go to 300 miles high or 400, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. And that's only half of the diameter of the earth. So there's, you know, what's fascinating is thousands of years ago, it was, you know, it's actually, it's in Isaiah 14 verses 9 through 16. It's in that, Hell, it says, hell from beneath is moved for you. That's talking about the enemy. Okay. And then in modern times, Jesus reveals it fully, that hell's in the center of the earth and that it's beneath us. And then modern technology reveals that that's fully possible. Like it's, it's if anybody wonders, you know, people have many objections about hell. That's likely one of them. They would say, oh, there's no way that hell could be in the center of the earth shaped like a body and, and there's just no way and it's not possible. Well, it's clearly possible. I mean, it's easily possible. There could be... Um, anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's, that's something I've never shared. But it's fascinating. Let me just repeat. Only because of modern technology, we know that that's how big the earth is. I mean, it, up until maybe 100, 200 years ago, I mean, no one knew, as far as I, I understand, um, no one had any idea how, the diameter of the earth. Um, anyway... I have been reading some in Mary Baxter's books, and you know she has books about heaven, about the spirit realm, about angels. It's so glorious, and I, um, the hell book is very difficult to read. It's very graphic, and it's very, it's absolutely tragic. I mean, hell is is the the suffering is is horrible beyond what we can really imagine. And, but the answer, Jesus Christ is the Savior and God has offered the perfect rescue. Anyone, He's, a, he, he's available to everyone. Every child under the age of five is automatically a child of God, and if they die, they go directly to heaven. Amen. So when people get to the age of accountability, which is somewhere around six to eight years old, or maybe a little older, they have the choice. And let me just finish with that. It's, it's because God made humans into His own image, humans have the choice. God, Even God, even though He loves every person, cannot make anyone choose Him. Or choose to go into ministry. 
or choose him on any particular day. And a man, this, this same man of God, who's been in ministry for almost, I think it's 50 years, when I heard him say somewhat recently, he said, I could walk away from the ministry right now and God couldn't stop me. You know, that's all part of this mystery of, of humans being in God's image. I want to give a shout out to some of the listeners of this podcast, um, numerous listeners in the U.S. and Canada, also in Europe, in the U.K., and Frankfurt, Germany, Dublin, Ireland, in Pakistan, Romania, Cairo, Egypt, Australia. Thank you for following this podcast, and uh, Lord bless those listening. Reveal yourself to them and, and meet every need, whether it's spiritual, physical, emotional, financial, um, in all areas, in the wonderful name of Jesus. Please visit wonderreality.org Wonder and blessings.